You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your electronic device of choice. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. And still going, still doing my best to to fight through everything and get these episodes out to y'all. This will be the last of the three that I do today, so apologies if my voice sounds like it's starting to get tired. Doing all this talking by myself, it it it's an effort. So you know, I hope y'all appreciate it what I'm doing. Um. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the awards nominees in all four of the major categories that the Baseball Writers Association of America votes on. That'll be MVP, Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, and Manager of the Year. And there are a couple Blue Jays in there, so we're going to talk about them at some point. Uh, So, basically, I'm going to run through all the categories here, give my thoughts on them, and, you know tip who I think is going to win. So if y'all are the batting type and can get those odds, I'll give you my favorite. And if you win some money, feel free to send me a tip. I'm not above begging, as y'all know. So um, let's start with the rookies. Um, Tough to really think what rookies were going to make an impact this year. Um, We'll start in the National League. Your finalists are Alec Baum of Philadelphia, Jake Cronenworth of San Diego, and Devin Williams of Milwaukee. Um, Baum didn't come up until August, but as we saw in that series against the Blue Jays, he he was pretty effective. Uh, 338 hitter with four home runs, 23 RBIs, and 44 games for Philly. He looks like the heir apparent in that Philly's tradition at third base, the the Mike Schmitz, the Scott Rollins, um, those kind of guys. Um, looks like he could be annoying in interleague play. So I I totally agree with that. Jake Cronenworth in San Diego. Um he finished with a two eighty five line with four home runs, uh, three stolen bases. He was hitting 356 through the end of August, which is a bit insane, but I think he cooled off enough that he's not going to get the nod. Um, My favorite is Devin Williams, the owner of the most dominant changeup we have ever seen in this league. An 0-33 ERA over 27 innings, 53 strikeouts, and an 0-63 whip. That is insane. And I I know they're a bit loath to give like uh major awards to relievers. I I think the last time a reliever won a rookie of the year award was Scott Williamson with Cincinnati back in like 2003-2004. I'd have to double check that, but um yeah, you really can't argue with just what he was able to do there. I I think Devin Williams takes this because just that is an that is an eye-popping number to be able to throw out there. Like, when your ERA can't even buy a gumball. That's that's just freaking impressive. So, I like Devin Williams there. 
Um, in the American League, your finalists are Christian Javier of Houston, Kyle Lewis of Seattle, and Luis Robert of the White Sox. Um, Javier, 5-2 and two with a 348 ERA and 099 whip in 12 appearances this season. He looked very effective in the playoffs as well. It was kind of that jack-of-all-trades for Houston um, in, in their black hat march to try and just, you know, annoy the hell out of Major League Baseball. Uh, Javier was very effective. Kyle Lewis um, tied for the lead in rookies with 11 home runs, stole five bases, played some great defense. One of those all-around guys who, who really looked effective. And then Robert tied Lewis with 11 home runs. He led all rookies with 31 RBIs. But, again, like Cronenworth, he struggled down a stretch and didn't really make an impact on the playoffs. I, I think Kyle Lewis has the better shot over Robert to take it. So, Lewis would be my pick um, in the American League. So, Manager of the Year. Now we're, now we're starting to get into some content. I'll do the NL first again. Don Mattingly of Miami, David Ross of the Cubs, Chase Chink. Tingler of San Diego. I do like that they're not just like, well, Dave Roberts won the most games. Let's give it to him. Um, I would I would think Mattingly has to be the favorite just for what Miami went through this season. I mean, David Ross in Chicago, they they did win the NL Central, but it it wasn't a very impressive one. Jace Tingler in San Diego, um, he led them to their best single-season winning percentage in franchise history. That's probably, like, that's probably going to be enough to get him uh, the award, but I would I would give it to Mattingly, because that, just what he was able to do, the levers he, were, he was able to pull with all those issues in that Miami clubhouse with COVID, with having to import so many players and get them involved in the game, it... It was a very impressive performance um, by the former Dodgers manager. I would give it to Mattingly, but if I'm betting, I would probably bet on Tingler. Because uh, a lot of times these manager of the year awards are like coach of the year. You're just like, well, who has the most wins? Who who overperformed? Like, so that's why I kind of like giving it to Mattingly, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Tingler comes away with it. And then uh, in the American League, here's our first Blue Jay nominee. Charlie Montoyo gets a nod alongside Kevin Cash and Rick Renteria of Tampa Bay and the White Sox, respectively. It'd just be funny if Renteria won since they just fired him and replaced him with, you know, Tony La Russa, which let's see how that goes. Managing in a rocking chair. Um... Yeah. Uh, White Sox were 35 and 25 this season. That's all right. Montoyo did get the growth from the Blue Jays they needed. And, you know, considering they didn't get to play in their home field, had them prepared most of the time. But it's it's going to be Kevin Cash. There's no way it's not. Best team in the league. Um, won the division title. Made it to the World Series. I really don't see how it's not 
Kevin Cash in this one. I'm sorry, Charlie. Maybe next year when you, you know, lead the Blue Jays to the division title, you'll get your due. But I I just can't see any way for it not to be Kevin Cash in this one. So I would take all your money and bet on that result. And if you don't feel like betting, why not take your money to BuiltBar.com and get yourself some Built Bars? Built Bars are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's so tasty and good. Comes in amazing flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, German chocolate, banana bread, orange, peanut butter brownie. So many brownies. They're all coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. And they're great if you're on a diet or looking to just maintain your weight while having a delicious treat for yourself. Because they're low calorie. They're all under 200 calories. All under 5 grams of sugar. They're high in protein, high in fiber. If you're doing the keto thing, great for that. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and take the money that you would have bet on Kevin Cash, and instead you use that promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. So use that promo code locked on for 20% off at BuiltBar.com and get yourself some tasty protein bars. You are locked on Blue Jays. Your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Um, let's look at the MVP next because uh, obviously the Cy Young has our other Blue Jays nominee. Um, so the NL, Mookie Betts of the Dodgers, Freddie Freeman of Atlanta, Manny Machado of San Diego. I don't see how it's not Mookie Betts. And I, I know they don't take playoff performances into account, but uh, a 292 hitter with 16 home runs and 10 stolen bases for the best team in the league, if they're not going to give it to Dave Roberts for manager, they're going to get it to Mookie Betts for the MVP campaign. And as much as I feel for Freddie Freeman, it's, it's just probably not going to happen. I mean, he... He did hit very well, 341, 13 home runs, 53 RBIs. But they tend to like giving it to those all-around players, and Freddie Freeman's a first baseman, so I don't know. And then Machado, 16 home runs, um, hit 304. I just I didn't even think he was the best player on his team. I put Fernando Tatis Jr. up there, so yeah, I think it's going to be Mookie Betts. So... That's where the money should go there. In the AL, we have Jose Abreu of the White Sox, DJ LeMahieu, future Blue Jay, still technically with the Yankees, and Jose Ramirez of Cleveland. Now, as I discussed in the previous episode, DJ LeMahieu led the majors in batting average, led the American League in on-base and OPS hit 10 home runs as a primary second baseman. Finished fourth last year. Obviously improved on that already. It's going to be tough. Jose Ramirez of Cleveland. Um, he came back a bit. He hit 17 home runs, stole 10 bases. He had no PS of 993. So that's better for him. I, I just think Cleveland did not have the year that needs to put him up there. Jose Abreu led the American League in hits and slugging percentage. 
second to Luke Voigt in home runs with 19, led the majors in RBIs. Those are the triple crown categories that a lot of writers like to look at. I think this is the year Jose Abreu um, breaks through and wins that MVP award for the White Sox, I believe. Would that be their first since um, Frank Thomas? I, I think Thomas was the last one to to win that one. Give me one sec. I'm, I'm going to double check on that. I'm curious. Look at that. I am right. Frank Thomas in 93-94, the last White Sox to win an MVP award. So thank you. Showing off my Jeopardy knowledge and tribute to Alex Trebek today. I feel better. Still miss him. Um, so yeah, now let's turn our attention to the final category that we haven't discussed, the Cy Young Award. We'll start in the National League. Trevor Bauer, nominally of Cincinnati. Hugh Darvish of the Cubs. Jacob DeGrom of the Mets. Basically, everyone's giving this to Bauer. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, led the National League in ERA. Struck out 100 batters this season, which very hard to do. Made, um, made 11 starts. Unfortunately, I really don't see how he doesn't get this. Um, Darvish was really good. Another bounce-back performance. 8-3 uh, and three with a 201 ERA, 93 strikeouts. Just was really dominant, but as I've pointed out earlier on, if you fade in September, that, that's the lasting impression that sticks in a lot of writers' minds. Jacob deGrom was 4-2 and two with a 238 ERA. Posted the highest K-9 rate of his career. 13.8. He led the National League in strikeouts with 104. And, you know, he posted similar stats to when he won it in 2018-2019. But, again, unfortunately, I don't think the hat trick is in the cards. I think Bauer's ERA is going to be what sticks out um, in... And the fact that he basically pitched Cincinnati into the playoffs. I think that's what's going to give him the nod over to Grom, sadly. And then finally, the American League finalists and two former Dodgers in the top three. How's that feel, LA? I bet you don't care, because you won the World Series, so whatever. Uh, Shane Bieber of Cleveland, Kenta Maeda of the Twins, and Hyunjin Ryu of the Blue Jays. Um... Ryu did what he was expected to do. Uh, five and two with a 269 ERA. Um, he had a K9 rate of 9.7, best of his career. He looked like the ace for the majority of the season. Just unfortunately, he didn't look like the ace against Tampa in the playoffs. But that's not a factor in this award. Kenta Maeda was the surprising ace for Minnesota. I know a lot of people thought Jose Barrios would take that, but. Uh, Maeda led the majors with a 0.75 whip. That's best among all starters. Um, was 6-1 with a 270 ERA in 80 strikeouts and 11 starts. Played some decent defense as well. Had that no-hitter going uh, against the Tigers and just looked dominant. But again, unfortunately, this looks like a runaway uh, for Shane Bieber. Uh, the Cleveland pitcher led all American league leaguers when wins with eight ERA with 
1.63 mark and led the majors in strikeouts with 122. I think this is a foregone conclusion that Shane Bieber is going to take that for Cleveland, unfortunately. And, you know, even if the Blue Jays go 0 for 2, the fact that they're getting nominees again is nice. The fact that we have players and staff that can be considered near the top of their profession is very nice. I will take that. It's progress. What did we say 2020 was supposed to be? It was supposed to be about progress. This is proof of progress. This is proof that the Blue Jays are going in the right direction. And that's what we wanted. And, you know, again, hopefully they see fit to spend the money to build on that. I think that's that's what everyone wants. So, we shall see how it goes. I hope you use those predictions to, you know, make yourself some money. But, and again, if you want to send me a little kickback, I take tips. So, um, just a reminder... You can subscribe to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Blue Jays. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode and miss out on these helpful gambling tips. Pretty sure I don't have to qualify that or anything. If you're if you're under the age of majority wherever you live, don't don't be trying to gamble. That's bad. So um, but yeah, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. All the episode links are posted on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But sometimes it's funny. And sometimes we need to laugh on days like this. And I thank y'all for sticking with me for all three episodes recorded today. I do it for y'all to make sure you get the content you deserve when my mental health allows it. Or I just, you know, need to be able to talk through the pain. So thank y'all for that. Thank y'all for listening. We'll do this again uh, this week. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jasonthecouch.com, I'm A.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.